0: Ah, yeah. The sun is rising. People today are mourning their brackets being busted as the first week, uh, the first round of the NCAA men's tournament has reached its conclusion. And you're being greeted by one, Patrick O'Dowd and David Ongar, for this Sunday edition of Chair Shot Radio mr david how you doing how's your bracket doing man did you do a bracket
1: i did not do a bracket this year uh, which is shocking for me but i've been uh <laughs> work's been a little hectic you know doctors gotcha. making me show up on saturdays and shit to work and stuff like man um so i didn't even get a chance to do one but yeah i i did
0: so you picked illinois to go all the way i got you
1: sure good, good. i you know that's I'm, that's I'm a certain s- other people the three-man weave that is a safe pick <laughs> to make i think i don't See Maryland or Georgetown pulling it off this year, so yeah, no, nah, go Illini, I why think, not?
0: I think I think those teams. Thank you. That's why you're my favorite co-host in all of the Chairshot Radio Network, right there. By the way, you are listening to Chair shot Radio on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. As I mentioned before, I'm Patrick O'Dowd, your host, along with. David Ungar the lawyer himself who was talking about all the lawyering he's got to do after we record this bad boy that's why it's great that we're an East Coast West Coast combination here because now it's even was it was it even more was it even an hour earlier than normal from when we record just to pull back that curtain because of the time change now. Uh what do we we're moved... no, you're not you're not like Arizona, you're not like Arizona. You guys actually change, right? Yeah. Do you
1: actually spring We're forward? not we're not like oh, Greg. So we're
0: still in sync.
1: Yeah, we're not like okay. Greg. Greg and whatever Arizona's yeah. weird shit that they do is.
0: Right. Well, that, that's that's whining for a different day. We are of course going to bring you your weekly dose of hockey talk, followed up by your team sucks. A deeply personal your team sucks coming from one wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. And I should have gone with the hashtag of you, that that I think you coined out of bandwagon urges last week and in going into your team sucks as hashtag one scotch in probably needs to have been where I started today. Cause we're going to, we're going to talk about the Chicago bears. Talk about my like,
1: beloved. You're going to talk about the bears. bears I'm just going to sit back and listen
0: and play your, your team sucks. Like just you suck. You jackass over and over and over again. So Yeah, but we got quite a slate of hockey. It's funny, Dave, last week, and before we get into this, before I play the intro out, I last week I told you, or we talked a little bit about trade deadline stuff. And I opened up CBS Sports this morning to check out their power rankings. And the power rankings blurb what every team needs going into the trading deadline. And so I thought we could at least take a look at our team's and see how how they're looking maybe talk about a couple of other ones but uh because i think that would be kind of fun and we we talked a little bit of it uh, uh, a little bit of that but before we do that let's uh let's jump right in um with a little with a little theme music little little mood setting and talk some hockey the Chairshot.com, or i will replay the intro fan number 99 I get chills still every time I hear that. Every time I hear that ESPN hockey theme song, if they change it, I swear to God, man, if they if they change it, they, they need to just revamp it and modernize it up when hockey comes back to ESPN. Please don't take it away. I'm begging. I'm begging.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why mess with iconic stuff when you don't have to? Right. So, funny story. You know how all... Ever since we started doing the chair shot radio and talking
0: hockey, you have come on this podcast and been like, like Patrick, you really look like a genius with blah, 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 picking the Toronto Maple Leafs to, uh, to win the whole stinking thing. They have now lost five out of their last six. They are in a, they're, they're technically in first place, but it's because of winning percentage. And maybe it's is it five out of the last six or six out of the last seven? They are on a skid, and it has not looked good. And Edmonton has really charged up there. I mean, they lost to the Flames, man, and the Flames are are not Calgary's not good. And so, Serrano, I have I've been having faith. I need you to turn it around here. I need you to get it together. You need to snap this skid. You need to you need to get yourself out of this because by golly it ain't feeling good right now
1: no that division got real interesting didn't it you got toronto and edmonton tied and and even the team i picked the canucks are suddenly back in it only one point out of the uh last playoff spot the only team in there that's out is ottawa but the other six right are all conceivably still got, in and, it
0: right and things got worse for ottawa by the way you know you're having a terrible season and then you lose one of your best players for the season because um the goal, their their goalie dackard likely out for the season due to I love it. This is I you know we talked about hockey injuries. This is my ultimate favorite hockey injury description. Lower body injury. Lower body injury, the the ultimate in just no no news at all. But yeah, Joey Dackard, likely out for the season for the Ottawa Senators because of a lower body injury. Looked like he injured his left leg, was helped off the ice during a shootout loss to Vancouver this past Wednesday. So all the best for a speedy recovery. But, you know, when it's bad and it, it, it just gets worse, you, you just can't help but be like, man, I feel for him a little bit. I really do.
1: Yeah that lower body injury is the most amorphous sort of description for an injury that there is in hockey. We had uh, I think we talked about it not on this show last week because it happened uh after we recorded last week but we, it was mentioned on Bandwagon Nerds um the Islanders lost their captain and their yep. top goal scorer Anders Lee which to a lower body injury which then turned into an ACL tear so um uh, which uh, that's a rough break for know, them. Was, yeah
0: I was like, if you want to speculate, like that's kind of you know you wonder if it's not something similar. Like that's out for a season usually means you know some sort of tendon or muscle re- related injury. Yeah. So, uh gross. By the way, you know, and I mentioned the Toronto losing their six. It was six out of their last seven, not five out of the last six, which technically is true, but six out of their last seven, they uh calgary flames they've won four out of five so to your point like just so some hot hockey going on in canada and it's and a team that had been kind of dominating that division at least in terms of like points and like i said they're still up there with points and percentages and all that sort of thing but not by much they're tied with wins in number of wins with edmontons they just have fewer losses edmonton's played more games too
1: well, it, um, well as of it, and it's interesting the sack. way that
0: it's one less yeah. One when, less win for Toronto.
1: The way the divisions are set up, you see these wild swings going on because every game's a divisional interdivisional game. So you right. see the standings, you know, you look at it and say, okay, this is done one week. And then the next week you come back and it's like, oh, wait, maybe not like the central is that way. Like it, Chicago looked like they had it on lock for two weeks there. Now, all of a sudden Columbus just two points back, just like that. So, right. I mean the other the top three teams that's pretty much done, but the battle for the last playoff spot is going to be very interesting. Um, I've seen a lot of power rankings lately, Pat, that have Florida number one. um, uh, that's a little surprising, but they are having a hell of a year, yeah,
0: I mean, and that's the thing is yeah they're 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 second in the second in the league in the division, and i I'm surprised that they're number one because Tampa Bay seems like the most complete hockey team. In the NHL. I mean, I don't or I don't think it's a stretch to argue that Tampa Bay could be argued to be the most complete team in the NHL. I mean, they're they're dominant right now. They're just dominant. And they're still and down to right. Just I, yeah, wait till they get everybody back. It's gonna be ridiculous. But yeah, Florida surging, you know, you you go over to the east, you declared your team good again this week. You're on a seven game win streak. Yeah, so kudos surging. to your cats. Talk about surging, yeah. right? Boston, on the other hand, really is, has struggled lately. Though they have won two in a row as the, as we're recording this, and don't sleep on you know the you know the Flyers and the Rangers. The Rangers have actually played surprisingly well lately, and they're out they're out playing their record. If that makes sense, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, we finally got by them last night for the first time this year because <laughs> Ovechkin just said I, he refused to lose. Um, great, I mean right, the shoot it was a shootout victory no no they they got two goals in the last six and a half minutes mm-hmm. on identical plays which which i mean you got to give the rangers credit they just shut the offense down for what 54 minutes of the game and then things kind of fell apart the last six minutes and the caps right. took advantage but yeah i mean you talk like trade deadline stuff and 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 like like looking at my team i'm like i i don't see glaring weaknesses other than their age but I don't know if you really yep. want to fix that right now because when you get to the playoffs, experience counts for an awful lot. And I, you know, I would love for Lundqvist to come back, but I look at the two Russian goalies they have now, Samsonov and Vanacek. They're both playing really, really well. So I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know why why mess well, with it.
0: And over in the West, we talk about surging teams and slumping teams. Colorado and Vegas, and both been on quite a heater right now both of them on five game winning streets again as the time as of the time of this recording my blues just broke a five game losing skid on friday and that was the one they they won via shootout vladimir tarasenko put one in the back of the net during shootout to 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 get us off the schneid and hopefully it'll give them as I, as I switch to Wii mode, this is why we're not true journalists. We we need Vladdy to to pick it up a notch. We need we need him to like. I don't like where they are. They're hovering just in front of Los Angeles. Yeah, I say just in front. They're five points up on Los Angeles, but that can evaporate in an instant. And it's just it's crazy because you go from like you said top to bottom and. Minnesota, who we talked about, has stayed hot. They've stayed good. Colorado finally got to the team that we expected them to be when we talked about it because they had kind of a slow start to the season, if you'll recall. And Vegas has just done what we said they were going to do. They uh neat little story, by the way. I don't know if you saw this. They finally raised their, their cup banner uh this past week and they had fans in attendance. Oh, Tampa. So that was nice too. No, Vegas. Vegas. Like they've been holding it. Yeah, they've been holding their their cup from a year ago or two years ago or whatever. Like they apparently they raised it when fans were present. So they don't have a cup though.
1: Vegas does from like oh. a couple years back. The caps beat they them. them. the caps beat them. What was what was it they put up there? What did I read? Did I, I, I read? I read, that? I read that Tampa had the parade last year. The boat maybe parade, it was Tampa. But maybe Tampa that's what raised it was. the cup banner in front of fans at Amelie Arena. Um, that I did see. No. Maybe- that's what I, maybe I read it wrong. Maybe it wasn't their cup banner. Maybe it was their,
0: maybe they made the, maybe they had like a playoff there, like a division banner or something. I don't maybe know. Maybe from last year or some, something. Yeah, they, they definitely raised something with fans there and made a new site. So sorry if I to all you Vegas fans who are now all indignant, where's your cup? Uh, yeah, Vegas, go win like, it. We,
1: we won the cup. <laughs> we won the cup. Uh,
0: did we? Yeah. So, yeah. So looking at, um, trade needs. I think it's hilarious uh to kind of look at these top teams. You you had mentioned your team. Let's see. First of all, in these power rankings, you're you're ranked number 7. You're up 3 slots from the previous week when this guy did it. And it's ironic. You talked about the goaltending. This guy marked goaltending security. The caps have folded together and looked pretty solid across the board at this point, but there should be a little more there should be a little bit of unease with their goalie situation. They've got two young goaltenders and neither has emerged as the clear number one. So don't rule out the possibility of them going out and getting a veteran goalie to add some security between the pipes. You're shaking your head. Yeah. You disagree
1: completely, huh? I do. I don't see it happening. I think I think, you know, what you'll see is I mean, and it's tough because this will happen after the trade deadline, but Lundquist is going to get an update from his doctor in April, and that should tell a big story as to whether there's any possible. He's not coming back for the regular season. They don't need him to. they are 11 points up on Philly from, you know, the last playoff spot. They're going to make the playoffs. Uh, that That's pretty evident. So they're not going to need Hendrick for until the playoffs. If he can go, then, yeah, then they've got a decision to make as to whether they go with youth or whether they get him in there for the experience. I don't see them making a move. The Islanders are the team that I think have to make a move because you've lost your captain. You've lost your top goal scorer. You're right in the thick of it. You got to do something.
0: And that's exactly what this guy says too. scoring. You know, you need like the Islanders are really strong defensively. They're an average offensive team. And so then, and they need help now, you know, they need goal scoring help. It's funny. You mentioned, I, you know, I talked about the, not It's funny, but the Maple Leafs, like I'm looking through this and like every other team is goaltending security, goaltending security, goaltending security. So that just tells you, of course, and we always say this, like all it takes to win a cup is one hot goaltender. So, uh, but yeah, check that out. CBS, um, they do a power rankings every week. It's the same, same guy who fills it out. People Blackburn. this, uh, this most recent is actually is an older edition came out on the 16th. So hopefully your team finds what they need to make a run. Unless you're the Ottawa Senators, you're going nowhere. Your team sucks.
1: Or the Buffalo <laughs> <Get> Sabers. <jazzed. laughs>
0: yeah, the Buffalo Sabers. Which, by the way, speaking of other things, Patrick O'Dowd got right. Everything went exactly as I called. We, you know, the the um, general manager or the vice president—I can't even remember who it was—was was like, "We're going to review all aspects of the franchise, including the coaching." Which to me was code for "pack your bags, you're out." And sure enough. New coach forthcoming. I mean, you know, you got your coach now, but it's like that interim project until they actually make a decision as to who they want and who they'll make per- permanent. You know, maybe will they go a Craig Berube route like they did in St. Louis, where he was an interim until they won a cup as an interim coach. And then they're like, ah, I guess we should give you the job. Um, we'll see. But I called that two weeks ago. It just took a little bit longer than expected, but we all knew that was coming. So
1: you mentioned the Rangers, who are I definitely think they are an up and coming team. Do you see them being buyers or sellers, or standing pat at the trade deadline? They're an interesting one for me.
0: Well, they're they're interesting because they're they're hovering around five hundred. They, they're they're like I I mentioned before. They're kind of out kicking their coverage and where we thought they would be. I don't know that they would make any sort of super huge moves unless they really feel like if they keep this run going like they just lost their last their last nine last 10 games they were they're five four and one i think it'll be really interesting if this week if they go on like a another good run going into going going actually into the trade deadline at the end of this month maybe they really get after someone to to help them put some more points on the points on the board keep that because they they seem to score well uh, but I don't, I don't know. They've got they've got room to develop and talent to develop. So, you know, I think if they're just kind of middling, they just kind of stand pat and take this as a growing year and then build off of it for next year.
1: Yeah, I, I think Philly's got to make a move at the deadline. Montreal probably yeah, needs to make like a move. Um, Your Blues, maybe they're in the market because they can't be really happy with where they are at the moment.
0: No, they just, they need, they've got a lot of good, contracts expiring at the end of the season they've they've been hit with injuries really hard too and that's that i mean that's no excuse for mediocre play but when you're when you're losing your best players like i think there was a period uh in our chat where i sent you three different possible returns for blues, <laughs> blues players and I, I don't think any of them are back yet maybe one uh, so that, that in and of itself tells you that, that there's a struggle, that there's a problem there. So I think uh, I think. But back to your question about the Rangers, I think this week will tell you a lot. Like if you make a run and you're making a push and you think that maybe now's a good time to strike and kind of build something, go for it. Otherwise, see how it plays out. Because you're, you're, you weren't supposed to be here. And, you know, maybe this is just – it's funny to say you're not supposed to be here when you're two spots out of out of the the playoffs by the divisions, but still, we I think we picked them to be like next to last, like seventh or eighth, if I remember back from the beginning of the start of it all. So, yeah.
1: hopefully, yeah, I think Philly, Boston, those are the teams I'm looking at in the East. I don't think Pittsburgh will make a move because they got too much experience and a and that's still the same core that freaking won two cups in a row. So, right. So, good, good
0: teams. And, yeah, so that's going to do it for this week's edition of Co- Coffee Talk. Hockey Talk. God, Hockey Talk with Linda Richmond. For those of you kids out there who never watched Saturday Night Live when Mike Myers was on it, go check out Coffee Talk with Linda Richmond. You'll enjoy it. A particular note, the one starring Roseanne Barr and Madonna. Good, good episode. Uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna regale you all on how much the bears, my bears, my beloved, quote, beloved bears suck. You are listening to Chair Shot Radio on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot dot com. And we are back. Before we jump into my team sucks, yeah, I'm just changing the name of the section to my team my team sucks today. I do need to remind everyone also that if you love what we're doing over here at the Chairshot.com, you enjoy Chairshot Radio and the various podcasts we offer, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot and buy a shirt. We have all kinds of great shirts out there for people to check out, whether it's the OG chair shot logo, whether it's our various podcasts like Dave and I's favorite podcast, bandwagon nerds dropping every Monday. Uh, A winner is you. Uh, gosh, I'm losing some of uh, some of our favorite taglines like hashtag save tag team wrestling, hashtag journalism, just a ton of great stuff out there. We take a lot of pride in bringing great content to you every day. That's right, every day. We're dropping about three or four podcasts a day, and we can't keep that going without support from each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to my pitch. Now, play play the sound bite, Dave. Just play the sound bite. You suck, you jackass. Thank you. The Chicago Bears. Let's just start with today. I love love the deep sigh. So, I made a declaration in the Bandwagon Nerds chat room yesterday.
1: Do you remember what that was, Dave? Congratulations on becoming an Arizona Cardinals fan.
0: Fuck it. I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan. I need a new team. I've had it. And here's the thing, as I make that joke, who are we all kidding? I'm going to stick with this wretched piece of shit team that just finds new ways to sink lower and lower into ineptitude, relying on the sacred name of George Halas and the ownership of the McCaskey family, just mind-bogglingly doing everything they can possibly do to be stupid. You suck, you jackass. And here's the thing. Four or five years ago, when we hired a new general manager, a guy by the name of Ryan Pace, I was excited because this guy seemed like an up-and-comer, his first big shot, looked like he knew what he was going to do, first major draft, in the market for a quarterback. Who does he hitch his wagon to? Not Did he did hitch he his wagon on taking a chance on a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who nobody saw coming? No. Did he hitch his wagon on what was perceived to be a known commodity into Sean Watson? No. He went, I'm gonna trade up to number three to pick Mitchell Trubisky. You suck, you jackass. But is this a recent phenomenon in Chicago? No. This has been a problem for decades. We have one true Super Bowl title we can hang our hats on in the last. 50 years and that is 1985 the Chicago Bears under the coaching of Mike Ditka who was an overrated coach by the way that team won a Super Bowl not because Mike Ditka was a great coach and I say this as a guy who loved Ditka but Ditka was not a great head coach Buddy Ryan and the 46 defense that crushed everyone because nobody knew how to defend it because it had never been done before, ran roughshod over the NFL. But Ditka and Buddy Ryan never got along. They never got along. And when he left in 1986 to go pursue his own head coaching aspirations, I think he ended up at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Bears just progressively stunk more and more. They've taken their heroes, their greats, and have just kicked them while they were down. You know, we we were the te- we were the team with Gale Sayers. We had Butkus. We had we had Walter freaking Payton. We didn't win a super. We didn't win a Super Bowl until the end of Walter Payton's career. And then just to point out how terrible of a person Mike Ditka was, he didn't give Walter Payton a carry for a touchdown. He gave it to a fat guy they could commercialize in William the Refrigerator Perry. And I love that '85 Bears team. I love it. But you don't give Walter Payton the ball for one touchdown from the one lot yard line. You give it to you give it to the fridge. In a complete he's blowout, out no, no less. less. Yeah, in in a in a rub salt in the wounds of a very bad Patriots team. By the way, quarterback by former University of Illinois football player Tony Eason uh, shows you how that good, how that way. They hate him in New England. By the way, it's hilarious.
1: Grogan got in that game too, didn't he?
0: Yeah, everybody got in that game <laughs> for New England because we beat them in the like. I was in second grade, and I remember I remember being in second grade because for one of our little like language arts projects that we got to do. We got to come we got to invent a cheer for the Chicago Bears as like a like as they tried to teach us like poetry and writing and stuff. And so me and three other guys, like we came up with some some cheer and it was it was stupid because you're in second grade. But like I didn't think the Bears were ever going to lose again. We can't get a quarterback. We haven't had a quarter like Tony gives me hell all the time, but Jay Cutler's the best best quarterback that the Chicago Bears have had in the last two decades. And, and the first thing that I hear from Tony all the time is who's the, who are the Patriots like third greatest quarterback of all Packers, time? And it's like,
1: it's the Packers
0: or Packers. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's the third greatest, who's the greatest, third greatest quarterback in, in Patriot Packer history. And it's, you know, it's Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and then Jay Cutler. Like, it's just terrible. And I, I was actually a pretty strong defender of, of Cutler, but like, you know, Kyle Orton, we had Kyle Orton, we had um, shit, Rex Grossman got you a Super Bowl though. Got us to a Super Bowl where we got completely outclassed by Peyton Manning, Tony Dungy, and everyone. We had Lovey Smith as a coach. I've here's how bad my fandom is. I've had two different football programs that have had Lovey Smith as a head coach. I've had him in the college ranks at the University of Illinois, and I actually was a defender of Lovey back. In, in his tenure i was like oh no the defense is okay they hold up all right but we just we just got to get some weapons on the offensive end and, and then you started to see that defense start to get exposed it's dated it's it's out of place i all the best houston good luck to you with lovey smith as your as your uh, defensive coordinator and the great miles smith on that defensive staff as well who's miles stiff love smith lovey's son whose biggest coaching experience is linebackers coach where at the university of illinois it's it's garbage the program's garbage and it's going to be garbage until ownership gets itself out of the 1920s they don't they they are archaic in their approach they can't they they don't fire people in a timely manner pace should be gone i actually don't think mac Nagy's had a fair shake because he hasn't really had the team it hasn't been his team it's been ryan pace's team and Nagy's kind of had to deal with it and our answer to our quarterback problems this year is andy dalton a washed up andy dalton that's going to solve the problem we're going after Galladay that that's going to solve our receiver issues. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing?
1: Nothing. I got nothing for you, man. And, and that, and that awesome, draft, nice, that, that awesome draft pick that you talked about. Where did he end up this week, Pat? Where? Oh,
0: he ended up with the bills. Buffalo. Yeah. As a
1: backup I'm, to Josh Allen.
0: Well, that was the thing because I was sitting there. I was like, "No, he didn't go to the Patriots." I almost said the Patriots. I was like, no, that's Cam Newton and, and their thing. And they they were pining for. It. This is the other thing that was really crushing. Is and I told you this. What was it two weeks ago when the Russell Wilson rumor started? It was like they ain't getting Russell Wilson, and sure enough, they didn't get, they offered the fucking farm for Russell Wilson, which is exactly what Ryan Pace did to shore up the defensive end when we got Khalil Mack. And I'll say this, you know, that playoff run again on the strength of the defense. Khalil Mack was worth every bit that first year. He hasn't been the same guy cuz the defense has slowly eroded. It's gotten older and people have moved on. So they're just not good. They're going to and this is what's going to piss me off. We're going to be a 7 and 9 football team again. We're going to be the worst 7 and 9 football team. We should be worse than what we are, but we'll find ways to win and we'll get in the middle of the draft again and the new GM has got nothing to work with so enjoy your last year ryan pace chicago i love you bears but let's be real you suck
1: you suck yeah jackass okay I, I mean i can't you they're your team i mean all i can say about the bears is 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 there is that legacy of that 85 team that seems to permeate anything that comes up bears related. that's all we got
0: yeah, That's all we got. That's our one.
1: So well, let me ask you this. I want to ask you, post okay. this question for you. Better defense, 85 Bears or 2000 Ravens?
0: See, I, I hate that. I hate asking those questions because it's different eras and different types of football. People didn't throw like they do now. Like The team that beat the Bears was the Miami Dolphins because Dan Marino threw to Mark Duper over and, over and over and over and over, and we couldn't stop him. I think the Ravens could have beat that Miami Dolphins team. Uh, Because of their defense, I would say, and this is going to surprise people, I would say the Ravens defense, I would say they were a more complete defense. I think the 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 Bears were designed to blitz the quarterback and stop the run at all. Like they were going to sell out. And I don't I don't know that I think that Baltimore had weapons in multiple different ways and could stop you all over the place. And you know, both of them are defenses that are signs of their times, but I, I would say the I would say the Ravens. So shout out to Ray Cash and your Ravens. I think they had the superior beef defense, the 85 Bears. Chicago fans, feel free to send your H weeks at Wrestling Realist on the Twitter because and that's W E W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. There is no I in wrestling. There is one in realist as Greg DeMarco would say. That's gonna do it for your team sucks and that's going to do it for this week's edition of chair shot radio dave before we go why don't you tell everybody what they can look forward to on this week's edition of the wrestlemania uh what's the title of the damn show mania madness
1: mania madness yes you were on this week right yeah i i've now become the third the third uh third member the third official member the fourth fifth beetle i don't know what it is there you it go. doesn't matter uh, we're doing WrestleManias 19 through 24. We just got done with the sweet spot of WrestleManias from 13 through 18, which was really good. Going back and and reliving the the heart of the Attitude Era. Now we're going to 19 to 24, which I'll admit is probably my weak point because I mean, there's some WrestleManias I didn't care so much about. It's just the freaking, I mean, this is the John Cena era we're talking about right now. This is his 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 wheelhouse. So that's what we got going on WrestleMania Madness coming up this week. Um, boy, we got a big episode of bandwagon nerds coming up tomorrow. Don't we?
0: That's going to be a huge episode of bandwagon nerds coming up tomorrow as we will be covering the Snyder cut of justice league. The first episode of captain, uh, sorry, the Falcon and the winter soldier. And then, um, our final, our wrap up of the nineties project as we give our top 10 nineties comedies of all time and as of this recording i still haven't finished my list so that's what i'm going to do after we wrap this up you can follow me at wrestling realist uh, on the twitter as i just mentioned at w-r-e-s-t-l-n-g-r-e-a-l-i-s-t follow dave at attitude ag that is at attitude agg you can catch us every sunday on chair shot radio you can catch us together every monday on bandwagon nerds and you can also catch me every wednesday with craig demarco and miranda morales on the baby face heel podcast that's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio. Go out and check out your brackets. Hopefully they're in better shape than mine. You've been listening to Chair Shot Radio on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com.